0: To inspiration from the couch. I'm Avery. I'm Jamie. And I'm Lucy. We are psychologists and moms. Join us
1: as we discuss what we've figured out, what we've yet to figure out, and what there's
2: just no figuring out. It's sure to be fun and you may be inspired along the way.
1: Welcome to inspiration from the couch. So today we are going to be talking about the really broad topic of aging. And I'm sure we're going to narrow this down a little bit. And I I doubt it's going to be the the one and done topic. I'm sure we're going to break it up into other things later on. So I was thinking about this topic, because I have sort of a I guess it's like a milestone birthday. I don't know. I'm leaving early 40s and I'll be 45 this year in, in August. And something that I was I was thinking about is the commonality that the three of us have that we're part of the sandwich generation where we've got parents that are getting older, but then we also have kids that are getting older and all that goes into try to balance that. And it's, you know, as, as we get older, you know, it's something that we can either do gracefully or we can kind of do it with. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) like denial and resistance, you know, or sometimes we can be somewhere in the middle. So how do the two of you like right now, how do y'all feel about getting older?
2: It's funny because I don't feel very old. Like, and I'm thinking like when I was in my teens or younger and I would look at someone who was in their forties, like my parents or my parents' friends, and I would think like, God, they're old. And now that's me, but I don't
0: feel that old for some reason. It's this weird phenomenon where I don't feel my age. I don't feel my age until I'm around an actual person that's younger than oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I'm like, holy shit, I am so much older than this.
2: Well, especially, especially I've noticed that a lot with like people in their 20s. That's yes.
0: what I'm talking about. Yeah. That I can kind of lie to myself and say, I don't really feel 43 at all. Like I feel like, you know, I'm, I could be in my 30s, maybe even my 20s on a good day. And then I meet <laughs> an actual 20 something and I'm like, oh no, 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 no. I have I progressed. I have moved beyond that stage of my life for sure.
1: Yeah, I feel the same. I don't feel 40, like 45 mentally. I think physically, sometimes (laughs) I'm noticing a few more like aches and pains a little bit. I'm not as not that I was ever quick, but I move a little bit slower than I than I used to. And also think like my hearing has gotten yes, worse. Yes. <laughs> but, and I know you mentioned this too. Like I think maybe in our in our pandemic podcast, like maybe needing to get that checked. I don't know if it's a function of all the mask wearing that we've done, or is my hearing really getting worse? So yeah, I mean there there have been some some bodily changes, obviously, but you know, I generally don't don't
2: feel like I'm 45. Mm-hmm. Do you own a gin hat maker? she's she's a woman I'll send you her stuff she's funny though but she posts stuff but she has this one book but in it she wrote about like aging a little bit but she talked about having like old woman hands Uh right and I kid you I look at my hands I'm like ah like I do kind of have like old woman hands Uh so Uh like some of the physical changes
0: where I'm like oh yeah crinkly Uh Uh uh-huh
2: uh-huh skin does not have the same elasticity (laughs)
1: some some changes some changes happening Mm -hmm. you know and one of the things that I think kind of goes along with what we're talking about that as we we get older. I think a lot of times chronological age doesn't it doesn't seem to be as important as health. And there's a developmental psychologist, her name is Bernice Newgarten, I think her name. She made this distinction between like young old age and old old age, which I think is pretty interesting. And you know, she said, as long as we can do most of what we want to do, you know, as we get older, then we we enter this young old age phase. But then mm. when our health fundamentally changes in some kind of way, that's when we enter sort of the the old Old, old age phase. What do you all think about our society's view of aging?
2: I think we're terrified of mm-hmm.
0: aging yeah. as a society. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And I think that I have, it's really interesting because I'm, I'm currently kind of having this experience where it's feeling really good to me to be the adult in the room. Like I'm just kind of I'm just happened to be kind of surrounded by some younger people in different areas where I'm just like, you know, it feels really nice to not be in my 20s. And it feels really nice to be able to offer, I don't know, wisdom, but like some support coming from an adult place. Like I'm definitely not having the feeling that I need to act 20. And I'm I'm surrounded by some really lovely teenagers and 20 somethings that that I think benefit from the way that we're able to talk about things. And I'm just feeling really like, you know, this adulthood thing, it gets a bad rap, but it's kind of nice to be the adult in the room and also to be able to get to bed at nine o'clock and also to like have some things kind of Ironed out. Like there's some things that I really appreciate about being at this stage in my life, but there are also some things that I'm definitely noticing, like a little bit more forgetful, a little bit more needing of sleep, you know, a little longer to recover. So yeah, there's, there's I'm kind of in both, both stages there.
1: So what are some of the stereotypes about aging and getting older? Like some of the negative stuff that we, that we see that society communicates
2: I think a lot of it can be appearance focused. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Right. So how like the multi-billion dollar industry of people basically trying not to age, right? From skincare products mm-hmm. to cosmetic treatments. I mean, a variety of things. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Didn't I, I sent y'all a picture of the advertisement that I literally got in the mail yesterday. <laughs> right. It says so it's, timely. it's from this nutrition company. I don't know who the heck this is. And they put my name on it. So I don't know what it is. They but know you. Says, Make know, hey, I, don't know <laughs> them. I don't know what it, what it is but it's yes it's very appearance focused and i think it's like these supplements or whatever and it says jamie stay stunning like on the on the, on the oh, first wow. page and then when you open it up it's like finally women's health made easy and you can have radiant skin and healthy hair and better sleep and youthful energy as if you don't have any energy wow. when you get older but it's youthful energy <laughs> stress support and all of this oh my gosh yes yeah. I Super was like, timely, wow. yeah. You like, I'll take
2: any energy. It doesn't have to be the useful <laughs> <laughs> any flavor, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think any of it's good, but I just, you know, I see that, and I'm like, oh, okay, and it's a young woman that's on, she's not near my decade, (laughs) but
2: she's the one that's on the cover. I'm like, oh. How do you know what her real age is? Maybe she is and she's just been taking the pills. (laughs) I, I I don't know. I think that's what they want to try to communicate at least. Yeah. So, I mean, it's
1: just everywhere, right? Television, movies, fashion, advertising. I actually had my sister do a little experiment yesterday and I said, so could you just do me a favor, like scroll through your social media feed or flip on the TV for 10 minutes and tell me in the the commercials, how many one aging people that you see in the commercials, or you know what's what's the makeup? And she texted me a little while later and said, "I've lost count. That I don't see anybody in their older age, and if they are, they are advertisements for insurance or retirement." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. And then she sent me a picture of some random post on Facebook from this woman, which I had texted to you all where it's, funny but she's the woman's having a 30th birthday okay thirtieth, three (laughs) 30 30 and she says funeral for my youth here lies my youth and i'm thinking like well when did 30 become over the hill what happened to like 40 you know with all of those like funny themed birthday Mm -hmm. parties or whatever and she's like dressed all in black and there's like these black balloons everywhere and i was just like what in the world is happening right what were your thoughts when i sent you all that picture of that? First, I would
0: love to say like I was really compassionate. I was like, what the hell is she talking about? And then very quickly it was like, oh man, that that just, it makes me kind of sad. I'm like, if that's how you feel, I I do feel like, like it's so cliche but like age is more than a number. But if she feels like her youth is dead when she turns 30, I mean, she may be right. Like it may happen. You know what I mean? Like if that's where you're self-fulfilling, that's that's what I'm kind of saying. Like if that's your mindset, then like it kind of makes me sad because I, I think that, I don't know, it, I, I wonder what her 30s are going to be like if she's kind of entered in under that kind of mindset.
2: There's an irony here, right? Because we are living longer than people ever had, mm-hmm. yet we're like more resistant to aging. Do you think those are
0: connected or like what? what do you all make of that? We are living longer. So I think we're doing a lot of different things longer, working longer, being kind of like members of society longer. And so I think there's just more of us that have this aging as a part of our lives. Like in this culture, I mean, we are very like aging death averse. And so anything that we can do to kind of maybe distract from that, I wonder if that's part of it. Um, But I also think it's the appearance piece. I mean, we're so focused on appearance because I wonder if there's an aging component that's not, So associated with appearance that we're maybe we'll talk more about, but I feel like with that, it's so appearance based the fear of aging.
1: Yeah, I think attractiveness is really, really overvalued mm-hmm. in our culture, and I think you're expected. I think particularly for women, you're expected to look young and and thin. But the older you get, the harder it's it is to meet that ideal, right? And then if you're older and you have something done, like plastic surgery or something like that, like if it doesn't go well, then unfortunately you're like the the mm-hmm. butt of jokes, and and it's just made to seem not okay. And a lot of people that kind of like quote unquote have work done to look younger. Don't tell anybody Mm -hmm. about it, even though that's constantly pushed right out there in in the media. It is sad. You know, I think that it's attractiveness is what's really pushed. But as you get older, our strengths aren't necessarily valued as much. So things like caretaking or Mm. emotional processing or connecting with others, that
2: piece isn't really acknowledged very much. Well, even there, this idea of attractiveness Because you're talking about attractiveness that is defined as youthful. Yes. And thin. Yes. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I can think of a broader measure of attractiveness that might be far more inclusive and be very compatible with what naturally happens when we're aging. But I think that attractiveness, we have this certain thing in mind. Our
1: society, you know, westernized culture really views kind of becoming old or the word old is like a negative, like a negative word. It's this negative sort of, of bad word. Something else that I was thinking about are like the differences and explanations for behavior of young persons versus older people so like for example if an older person gets into a fender bender you know a lot of times it's attributed to the fact that they're older (laughs) not that something else could have happened it's going to sort of like automatically assume that it's due to to age or if you know if you're an older person and you make a mistake like balancing your checking account then all of a sudden like your financial abilities your those faculties are like called into question you know i mean it's it's it really really makes older individuals I think like vulnerable to talking about like their own money management capabilities you know I mean and think too like if you're older if you get lost if you leave an appliance on or if you fall down that has really really different implications when you're older than say if you're you know in your teens for sure yeah for sure
0: yeah carries so much more weight Mm -hmm. and and it's just humanness in a lot of cases right just being human but it's it's kind of being um, associated with that aging piece yeah yeah.
1: Have any of you noticed like any sort of internalized like negative messages, like either from clients or yourselves, family, things
0: that you've heard other people say about getting older? So this week, actually, I watched the Friends reunion on TV. Did y'all watch that? Yes, I did. I did. And I mean, talk about people that were not allowed to age were these cast members. And I was just kind of sitting with it, kind of thinking about, I mean, I think there was in a lot of ways a difference between kind of what the women looked like and what the men looked like. And I was kind of just like kind of wondering, like, are women really allowed to age in this culture? And I I think the answer to that question is maybe not gracefully. Right. And, And I was just I've kind of been I knew this podcast was coming about aging and and watching that as well. I was just thinking about how difficult it is to age from an appearance standpoint as a woman in in this culture, but how much more difficult that would must be in a public eye. I and mean, oh, that yeah. that must just be so. I didn't watch it. Did they did they talk about aging? Or no. Okay. No, <laughs> they just they just looked like they had, they were no longer on the sitcom Friends because, you know, 10 or I guess 23 years, I think, have passed. And so there were, I think, just a variety of the ways that they looked. I, I was just kind of struck with that. I mean, none of them, of course, looked like the last episode of Friends because it was 20 something years ago. It just felt like interesting how they have aged or not really aged since that time and, and how much pressure that must be, I think, for people from an attractiveness standpoint.
1: Yeah, I have several clients who are older. I work with folks that are well into their 80s, <laughs> reaching their their 90s and it's for some of them, I mean they're they're doing wonderfully, they like where they're at and for other clients they are fighting it. They dread their birthdays and appearance is something that, that still bothers them. I have clients in the past who, for example, some of my, my female clients, they've lost their, their spouse after a long time and they want to get out and and start dating and maybe repartner and kind of the messages that they might get from family members or from society. Like, Oh, you know, like, I can't believe you're out and dating as if like, they don't, have, you know,
2: connection or sexual needs, quite honestly, like as you get older, like but I, I think about that. So if I am around someone who's been divorced or is no longer in a relationship, you know, it makes you think about yourself. And I think like, it would be terrifying to start dating even yes. in my forties, right? Mm. Having, not having dated for a really long time, mm-hmm. um, that it would just be totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so even more so, I imagine as you get even older, yes. right?
1: Yes, for me, like listening to their experiences and kind of what they're getting into and how to like redefine them themselves as they're older and what they wanna do after retirement. I don't know, it's, it's just very interesting, but a lot of the messages that either they've internalized or they've heard directly from from family members or just our mm-hmm. society in general are, are really pretty negative and can be pretty limiting. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of back to our, our podcast on, on curiosity, there are a lot of assumptions that people make about
0: age Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and ability to function right like ability to function either independently or in relationship yeah yeah so one of the interesting thing that comes up for me when i
2: think about aging is as we get older i think we start to think more about the meaning of life and the importance Mm -hmm. right and these are Mm -hmm. because i think there's some cool things that come with aging too and avery i think you were alluding to some of this earlier like some of the freedom that comes Mm -hmm. from I don't know, just having different wisdom and a different perspective. Um, But I do sometimes think sometimes I love this question of, gosh, what does bring meaning to our life? And Mm. like, how much are we investing in that? And do we get caught in being productive and achieving and external things? And is that really going to be most important. Mm -hmm. I think I sometimes think about this idea of if you were to write your own eulogy.
0: Yeah. And to write
2: your gravestone, like what would you want on it? And I've never met anyone who said, I want to be on there. Like she was really thin. Right. right? Or they made a lot of money. Right. Right. Like those aren't the things that matter at the end of the day, but they're things we can get so caught up on.
0: And I think that's one of the gifts of, of aging. I mean, at, at this point in my, in my aging process and in, in my forties is that just awareness that like, you know, however much I think people are thinking about me, they're probably not thinking about me or definitely not thinking about me. And kind of that idea of like, I can, you know, get in the, the driver's seat of my life and kind of do what makes me feel, feel good. And, and that kind of awareness is really freeing. Um, but I think 40, aging at 40 and aging at 80 are very different. Yes, at, absolutely. At 40, I'm pretty healthy. I can do whatever I want. Yes. And I've kind of got that wisdom and perspective that comes from being on the planet for 40 years, but not as many of maybe the health problems or losses that may happen later in life, for sure. That's been interesting, even
2: observing, you know, my parents who are in their, you know, over 60s or 70s and thinking like, oh shit, it's all kind of downhill from here. So like, I better enjoy <laughs> like what, and there's still, in, you know, relatively pretty mm-hmm. good health, but there's, there's a slowing that naturally happens. But I think also there's a sense of gratitude, like you're saying, kind of being in the middle and how do we make use of what we have?
1: Mm-hmm. Making meaning, having gratitude are ways that you are embracing aging as you're getting older. Are there, there are other things that come to mind? With embracing getting older,
0: I think I'm having this just really clear awareness that like there is a finite amount of days that we have, um, even you know fewer days that are like healthy happy, comfortable, content days. And I think kind of trying to make the most use of that as possible. I was actually having a conversation with my husband about just the whole pandemic experience and how we've had a kind of this like 14 months of like random Tuesdays where there's just not a lot of like memorable things that have happened over the last year or so. And we've kind of made this like plan that we want to just have more memorable experiences that we'll, you know, remember in 10 years, 20 years. And we're healthy enough and able to do a lot of those things now and wanting to kind of motivate to, to get out of our comfort zone and do that. I think that's something that's, that perspective has come. What's with, on the list aging. for y'all to do? Well, my husband wants to hike Machu Picchu, um, and he's really like actually kind of working towards that. And so I think that's, that's super exciting, but even smaller things like last night, he really wanted to take his parents to a Mavs playoffs game. And so he did. Um, and he's like, you know, when else am I going to have this opportunity? Let's just do it. And I think for me, it's, it's been smaller, just kind of showing up in a different way, but, but making those plans, whether it's travel, whether it's just even acknowledging how much of my life I spend doing things that are really unproductive um, and, and kind of making Making a a choice to do it differently, even this podcast, right? Kind of like doing things that that are memorable and enjoyable. How
1: about any resistance that comes up for the two of you uh, regarding getting getting older? What have you noticed in yourself as as you've gotten older?
2: I think I must be in denial with all of this. I mean, because <laughs> I, I haven't noticed a lot, and like I said, I don't feel old. But then my kids will comment on like me being mm-hmm. old, like something mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, what? And it's like I don't even know what they're talking about. But I think this might hit me hard, like eventually. Mm-hmm. I think I have some denial at the moment. (laughs) One of the other benefits of aging is there's been a touch of apathy sometimes with things. So I'll notice like, I can't hear, I need to go to bed early. And I'm like, oh, well, right? (laughs) It's just kind of this like
0: acceptance of it and like Uh kind of a relief. I don't have to like fight it or pretend or do anything else. That's right. Uh (laughs) I think that was harder for me in my thirties. I think in my thirties, I felt like I had more of like a foot in each camp. Like that was also a time that I had a young child and that there were times that maybe there were things going on around me, like people going to concerts or people going out. And it was like, one... I need to go home. I have a child, but also I'm exhausted. And I think that was more, I felt, felt a little more pulled, like maybe I could be doing these things. But I think in my forties, I'm like, I'm just really lucky to be here and yeah. be able to like <laughs> have energy to go out and do something. Or like, and so I think that, that it's gotten better, gotten easier for yeah. me in my forties than it was maybe in my thirties. Jamie, do you have resistance?
2: I do
1: sometimes. Like when I'm can't do something on my own. I mean, and I can do most things, but I I don't like to be dependent on other people. And I know as I get older that there will be a lot more opportunities to ask for help. Being dependent, quote unquote, is a really narrow view of aging. Mm-hmm. You know, I think our, our society, if we look at it, our ideas about interdependence and dependence, really, you're looking at the world in an either or way. And so I think if we view, you know, the reality of the situation is we're we're all interdependent all of the time. You know, we all need things, we all need assistance. And so sometimes I, I think, you know, it's just important to be appreciative of what other people have to offer, what you can give and then what, what other people can give you. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I try to keep that in mind. You know, something else there was a, you know, when you were talking about kind of being more apathetic or accepting however you wanna <laughs> look, <laughs> look at it funny comedy special. So Leslie Jones, you know, the comedian from SNL, she's got a Netflix special Leslie Jones Time Machine and she talks about her life from her 20s up to where she's at right now. She's 53 and she's really funny. Something that was so funny to me was she was talking about the difference between the prayers that she has when she was 20 and when she was 40. And she was like 20. She was like, dear Lord, please let me not catch any venereal diseases and then at 40 She's like, dear God, why am I so tired? I just thought that was just really hilarious. And then she's like, and I'm fifty three, and I don't give a fuck. Like, so and I just thought it was just really funny. Like I enjoyed like seeing her walk through the decades mm. of her life and how things have changed for her and how confident she's become and how much she's just really enjoying things. So really I,
0: embracing. She is yeah. very much,
1: very much embracing aging.
0: Well, and I think we have so many more models maybe now than yes. we have in the past, kind of that idea of like the aging population living longer that we do have models for, I mean, I think especially as women getting older and doing so maybe gracefully is not the right word, but like really embracing it. I mean, in a way that's like kind of this zest, this like thriving idea. I think we Mm -hmm. have more models of that, of like, you know, not trying to just look younger or try to hold on to those twenties and thirties, but like embracing everything that 53 or 43 has to offer in a real kind of zest for life thriving kind of way. I love that.
1: So what are y'all most looking forward to as you age? I'll tell you, for me, more travel. I am very much looking forward to that. Like I love taking my children on trips, but I am very much looking forward to doing some pretty fantastic vacations with just Robert and myself without the children as we get older. Sorry, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Grace. Sorry, Max. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) You're on your own. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like doing some adult only kinds of things.
2: I think for me, maybe, and I haven't thought much about this, but almost this idea as you get older, there's more degrees of freedom sometimes, right? So maybe I've spent my life, like there's this path I need to follow and maybe it's just where I am personally. Maybe it's my age. I don't know, but kind of the sense of I could actually kind of do anything I wanted, right? And so mm-hmm. how do I chart that? And there are these like possibilities that feel kind of open right now, which is kind of exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's one thing that's definitely changed for me even in the last few years it's just this like overwhelming gratitude for having the space to to travel to do things that I want to do I mean both gratitude for my career gratitude for my you know place in life right now but I think I am very much looking forward to traveling and having more life experiences but also kind of I don't know, just kind of that freeing up of like, I don't necessarily have to follow this path and that there may be other opportunities, whether it's career-based or even in my personal life of like kind of what what's coming.
2: I think the other thing for me too, along that is this idea of service. I think sometimes maybe mm-hmm. I'm at this developmental point where it's Young kids are older, like there's a little more space and almost like how do I look at the world in a bigger picture and where can I serve where are opportunities for like activism and to really help make the world a better place. So this idea about meaning and it's kind of as a bigger picture.
1: So as we wrap this up, any any tips, any do try this at home as people are inevitably getting older? Any things that come to mind?
2: I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is can we Be mindful or there's an opportunity to to be mindful about what you're going for when you age, right? Mm. And we could internalize this message that you have to look young and hold on to your youth and be a certain way, or you could create a different image of what you want it to be like. So how do we maybe question that a little bit and then make a conscious, intentional decision of what we
0: want for ourselves as we age? I love that because I think trying to hold on to youth is kind of like Facing backwards, and I like this idea of like turning around and facing forward, and kind of having that like, what do I continue to, what do I want to continue to work for? What are my goals on the horizon? Um, versus trying to like reclaim this thing that's past. So I, I really like that. I I think for me it's just really embracing where I am, and and really kind of being in the moment and being appreciative of of where I am in in my aging process in my life, versus focusing on the things that I don't have or wish I. Had. Had.
1: And for me, I will sort of reference my favorite Disney Pixar movie up and the motto that kind of comes out is adventure is out there. Mm. And so I would say, you know, embrace the adventure really of, of every day, because each day gives us more to experience more to learn more to grow opportunities to give and receive and opportunities to let things go that aren't as important to us anymore. So I think as we get older, life just gets a lot richer in a lot of different ways.
2: Well, thank you all for joining us today. Next week, we'll be talking about a book called The Fuck It Diet by Caroline Dooner. Um, As with all of our book discussions, you don't have to have read it beforehand to get something from it. So we will look
0: forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Subscribe to
1: Inspiration from the Couch wherever you access your podcasts.
2: We always welcome your feedback visit us on our website at inspirationfromthecouch.com.